Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing consigliere. Today's guests are Sarah Dynan of Wayback Burgers and Derek Abelman of Northeast Color. Today's episode is brought to you by OneUpWeb, Consumer Fusion, and the newest brand in the Social Geek family, Zendu, an all-in-one online bookkeeping, accounting, and tax solution for franchises. Zendu puts a consistent custom chart of accounts in place and delivers accurate financial reports by the seventh business day of the month, so you can make timely, data-driven decisions for growth. And Zendu's technology provides franchise networks with roll-up data access across your entire network, providing insight into revenue trends, top expenses, and your most profitable franchisees. Plans start at only $1.95 per month, including a one-month free trial. Learn more at zendu.com slash franchise, or stop by the Zendu booth at IFA 2022. Zendu, we get franchises. Okay, today I'll be talking with Sarah and Derek about building relationships between suppliers and franchisors. So before we get started, a quick word about suppliers in this space from me. Our friends over at Entrepreneur Media have a new survey out allowing franchisors to salute their favorite suppliers. The survey takes only a few minutes to complete and your answers will be kept completely confidential. Please note this is for franchisors only, so no franchisees, no non-franchise business opportunities, and certainly no suppliers should participate. But if you're a franchisor, please enter at entrepreneur.com slash franchises slash franchise dash survey. Deadline to enter is February 28th, so please enter today at entrepreneur.com slash franchises slash franchise dash survey. Sarah Dynan is the Director of Construction and Equipment at Jake's Franchising and Wayback Burgers. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you for having me. And Derek Abelman is back. He's the Marketing Manager at Northeast Color. What's happening, Derek? So much, Jack. So much. (laughs) Before we get into today's topic, everybody, I do want to point out, much to Derek's chagrin, that uh, Derek has just made the 2022 list of franchising influencers. This was a survey put together by (laughs) SEO Samba and 1851 Franchise. And joining the influencer list for the first time, I believe, this year is young Derek Abelman. So congratulations Ooh. on that, Derek. Very well-deserved. Well, th- thank you, Jack. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an honor to be nominated. Um, it's a responsibility I will take very seriously. <laughs> and, uh, I'm deeply flattered. I've honestly not been able to stop blushing since I read that. So thanks, <laughs> thanks for well, deepening my blush, man. That's thank right. You. That's that's my whole point here on Social Geek Radio is to embarrass <laughs> the guests. So uh, speaking of which, Sarah, let's talk about you. Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your role at Wayback Burgers. Sure. So I oversee all the new construction and remodeling locations from point of lease execution until they open their doors for business. So that brings us through design, permitting, contractor selection, the actual physical construction of the restaurant, 
graphics and signage, inspections, and just managing the relationships with each vendor involved in that process. You know, it's interesting because over here in my little world of digital marketing and things like that, I, I'm familiar with all of the vendors and the suppliers and, you know, how franchisors typically work with them. But in a construction type role, there must be, even for a, a smaller mid-sized franchise system, there must be a long list of vendors that you rely on for all aspects of construction. What do you look for first? What kind of qualities do you look for in selecting those vendors? I would say collaboration and feedback are really top tier for us because it's more than just fulfilling an order. You know, we're interested in building relationships rather than feeling transactional. So as a brand, like you said, we depend so much on our vendors really to be the expert of their trade. We want them to come in to us with ideas or even challenge us on things that we're trying to accomplish. So you have to work together as a team for a partnership to really even be remotely successful. So if we're not on the same page or don't have that open line of communication for our goals or their goals, things can get pretty hectic. And I know you've worked with Derek and his team for a while. That's why I wanted to have both of you on together today. Tell me about how that partnership with Northeast Color started. Sure. So Northeast Color actually reached out to us and they really came prepared. I didn't have to explain the way back way like I typically would have. They had already done their homework, which was awesome. They had already visited locations, studied the brand. They knew that we were refreshing the look of some of our existing restaurants. So Cater Danford from Northeast Color had reached out with specific visuals and a cost saving strategy, but the approach just really had a much different feel to it. So as I mentioned earlier, feedback is super important to us. So to hear, have you guys thought about doing this type of sign or have you heard of this kind of material and then provided the benefits of it? It may sound silly, but it was actually really incredibly refreshing to hear. It was much more about developing a relationship, learning about us and getting it right rather than trying to rush an order out of the door. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have to say that that's so important to us as well. And, you know, we, we also value collaboration. It's, it's key to our work, right? Like we translate our client's brand in a signage and decor. So feedback and the recommendations from us are going to be focused on, on technical aspects of how to really bring that brand into the physical space. So you know, we're also looking for those long-term partnerships and, and we're really, really careful about who we work with. So we want to make sure that, that we're a good fit with a brand. And, and that means that we have to investigate the brand and see if they even have a need for what we do and that they, and if they value consistency and that they have an ambition to grow. So our team's investment in that due diligence, studying the brand and visiting the locations I mean, we're willing to spend that time so that we don't waste anyone else's time, so that we really are a good fit and that we can have a more constructive conversation right away. It's ultimately trying to show and demonstrate a respect for that brand and, and mm -hmm. what they've built and where they're going. And I think that that's the position we take is, is um, respect and stewardship because if we're truly partners, then that benefit will be mutual, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that word stewardship. Um, I think too many times suppliers and vendors in the franchise space, and we won't name any on the air, <laughs> maybe after the show, uh, too many times there are suppliers and vendors who 
are in it for the fast sale. They, they're not even looking for, you know, one or two year long deals. It's, you know, let's, let's get something up front and um, you know, whether it's something, you know, more in, in your line of work or in the digital marketing line of work that, that we're in over here, it's, it's that fast sale. Let's, you know, get a logo on our website and, and show that we have, you know, uh, uh, 42 franchisors now that we're working with. And instead of, you know, really uh, worrying about growing that relationship and, and that stewardship of the first 41 brands that you're working with. So I, I love to hear that from uh, both of you. Um, Sarah, how have these relationships either with Northeast Color or maybe with some of your other uh, vendor partners, how has that evolved over time as Wayback Burgers has matured and, and you know, grown and added lots of locations? How, is, how has that evolved? So our goal is really to maintain those vendor relations as long as possible. To Derek's point, we're looking more for those partnerships now. So if mistakes are made, we view them as teachable moments to continue to grow with us. Like our mm. first location with Northeast Color, that was a corporate location to just test. And it went very well. There was one minor issue with some installer measurements, but it was I was very impressed with the way Northeast Color handled the situation. They had already learned so much about us and our vision. So they instinctively knew what outcome we would want at the end of the day. So upon completion, they had said, we wanted to let you know there was this issue. We solved it by doing X. So everything was out in the open. And more importantly, I'm hearing that from the vendor not anyone at the location level. So that keeps us in the know. So I think setting that tone from the beginning is something we do now. You know, our expectations for certain levels of communication have also evolved. We appreciate proactive communication so much as really anyone would. But for example, the account managers from Northeast Color, they had telegraphed pricing changes and opportunities to lower cost through stocking agreements for us. Hmm. And I usually have to ask this of our vendors and Northeast Color really just brought it to the table without me having to ask. So yeah, I, I always love the idea of having to go to someone and say, hey, how can you lower my cost? And then they suddenly find a way, right? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. So yeah. you've been overcharging me for the past two years. Got it, okay. <laughs> In a moment after this word from OneUpWeb. When it comes to franchise marketing, OneUpWeb has more than a team that anticipates your needs and improves your metrics. They're an agency that's been successfully supporting franchises for more than 20 years. And I don't mean just those they're working with. The franchise marketing playbook they put out was fantastic. Their monthly franchise forward newsletter is a must read. And their website is filled with plenty of other great marketing information. Go to oneupweb.com slash socialgeek to learn more about them and snag some valuable information. I'm just going to say the Northeast Color has really gotten me out of the right now mentality and put emphasis on, emphasis on the future and our future together. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so glad I didn't step on you when you said that. That was, that's, the, that's like the golden ticket right there. Um, but, but it's, but that's it really. I think that that's, that's so key, Sarah, is that 
um, again, because we do we do take this so seriously in building these partnerships, there there are a number of brands that that will invest that due diligence into and look at them and be like, no, it's not a fit for whatever reason. But but once we get through that needs analysis and we know that we're a good fit, that's when we start looking at that longer view together. Because again, it's that mutual benefit. We want to help you open locations and retrofit locations, and and so one of the things that that we focus on is, is being able to scale our pricing for those ambitions, right? So if, if you think you're going to open maybe 20 locations in the next quarter, we're going to try to value engineer the solutions that we're making and stock accordingly so that we can reduce any wastage on our side, on the production side, and be able to keep that, that product on the shelf so that it's ready to go when it's time. Just doing things like that, little cost savings here and there really add up, but, it, but more than the money, I think it's the perspective, right? And it's, and it's being able to see where you want to go and to help us both get there. Because again, mutual benefit, that's, that's the whole point of a partnership. Excellent. Um, let's talk a little bit about product development. Sure. So Northeast Color has brought some fresh ideas to existing products. The catalog has been simplified by organizing new SKUs and adding new products to make ordering easier for everybody. And they've really helped establish what core pieces should be paired together. So I have a lot of respect for the amount of time that's gone into the value engineering for some of our items. So for example, one of our eye-catching pieces is a Wayback Clock. It's basically three feet by three feet, but it doesn't actually tell time. It's always set right before lunchtime, but the oh, second nice. hand, <laughs> the second cool. hand is moving backwards to keep with the way back theme. And it's very cool. We've had a few iterations of it, but Northeast Color actually rebuilt the entire unit for us, keeping the cost down. And the mechanism that keeps that second hand moving backwards is now swift and silent versus the first few prototypes we had when it's running. So that was a huge win for us. That's probably one of my favorite pieces that we have in the in the showroom and in the production, uh, the sort of the production development workshop that we have. This this sort of um, mad scientist zone of signage and wiring and all of these things. <laughs> uh, it's it's such a cool looking sign and it's and it's so dimensional. Like the the Wayback logo is is beautiful. Just like the clarity of of the piece is awesome, and and. Our team loves doing this. We call it value engineering. It's, it's really a fancy way to just say taking something, making it better. And it, and it really has this technical aspect where we sit down and talk with the client to be like, how can we make this better? What are you trying to accomplish with this piece? And, and most importantly, what we're trying not to do is we're not trying to revise the brand at all. I think that's really mm-hmm. important that, again, going back to stewardship, it's, we're not here to pitch new Pantones or try to revise your brand, that work's already been done, right? We respect that. Wayback in particular to me has a really cool story because it, it is almost like a classic franchising story, right? It was a small business um, that, that took off, it grew. Um, people got their arms around some of the operations elements of it and it just, it, and it took off from there. And now there are 140 locations, I believe, worldwide. Wow. That's a classic, beautiful story. Yeah. And the brand, in, the brand behind that is like, it's, you know, somebody 
many people nurtured that brand and and preserved it and carried it through all of that time, through all of those locations. And and in that final mile, our responsibility is to come in and, and help deliver that to the public, not change it at the last minute. So when we value engineer things, what we're looking for is like, how can we, from a technical aspect, make this lighter, more affordable, it ships easier, it installs easier, there's less headaches here and there. And, and part of that, again, is to, to Sarah's point about the SKUs and getting the product catalog together. Ultimately, we really just wanna make everything as smooth as possible so that people don't have to spend their time you know, fielding calls from franchisees about an installer or about anything that, that is going to create a snag in that, in that, in that chain, right? We really just want to make sure that we're anticipating that those, those parts so that that final mile, that delivery to the public is as expected. Um, it's a great, it's a great job for us to have and, and getting to work with people like Sarah and brands like Wayback Burgers is is truly it's it's like it's really inspiring to see all of this business growth and these people you know executing on their goals and be a part of that and again i love going back to that idea of brand stewardship you know there's there's a lot of people who would have would have uh, come up with the idea of let's get rid of that way back clock and and you know for all of the the wild ideas out there you never know how many customers you know, really connect with that, or there, you know, there's something mm-hmm. inside a location that they just love. And if, if you take away too many things that they're connecting with, then they no longer have this engagement with the brand. So I love that idea of, of, you know, doing updates and making it more affordable and, you know, making it lighter, but also, um, you know, keeping the elements that you never know what uh, customers out there are, are really connecting with inside a location. Um, before we go today, uh, Sarah, I'd love to get some advice that you might have for, um, for other franchisors or maybe advice for vendors and suppliers out there um, who maybe have not been able to build that relationship with their partners and, and maybe um, you know, looking for ways to do so. Any, any advice you'd want to share before we go today? Yeah, I would just say do your research, like understanding the brand before reaching out will help you stand out amongst other competitors that may be reaching out at the same time. So it's not just about how you can provide solutions, but how that solution is going to be tailored to them. So you're going to go in showing that you've taken the time to develop some sincere solutions for them. Before we go, a quick word from Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion is the only all-in-one reputation management provider that helps remove inappropriate content online. 80% of consumers say that a negative review has prevented them from choosing a business. Consumer Fusion has removed over 60,000 illegitimate negative reviews across major directory sites like Google, Facebook, Indeed, and Yelp. Check them out today at consumerfusion.com slash franchise. Consumer Fusion, keeping reviews honest. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.